Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town. Just a car. Do you know what? 24th of September 1988, the last time Luton Town went to Goodison Park and came back with a win. Until now. What a weekend for the Hatters as we recorded our very first Premier League win with a solid team performance. Two different but equally good goals. Particularly a good game management as well, I think. And we pushed ourselves out of that bottom three. We look at the game in more detail in a moment or two. We've got Colton Morris. We ask you if he's one of the best free transfer that's ever been value-wise for us. And we'll get your thoughts on that as well. Uh, Plower Focus, Alfie Doughty today, and your three road reviews, and much, much more. And as always, got Bataro and Steve with us. Hello, lads. Uh, Hello, quick. Only seems like a day or two ago that I saw you both. Where would that have been, though? Well, what, what, go on. I was about to say, sorry, Dave, Carl Morris, free transfer? Our best f- value transfer. Oh, I thought it was a free transfer, and I was like... No, best value, so free transfers, I meant to say free transfers aside, he's either best oh, value we've ever right, got. right, right. Yeah, okay. so that's, that's where I was going with that one. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, thinking about the weekend, uh, a nice trip up to Merseyside, mm. um, we came back in the same car feeling very, very happy with ourselves, didn't we? Yeah, it was a, it was a really good day, wasn't it? It was a really good day. Could have done without uh, Manu being at home because the mm. traffic was crap around there. It was quite a long journey. Um, getting out of the car park, it was about half six that we actually drove past Goodison Park. That's how long it took to get out, wow. the, out the car park. But yeah, you know, it don't matter a toss matter when, at you, all, when, no. when you've had a win like that. No, it was great. Really good day. Nice old, nice old stadium that they're giving mm-hmm. up, obviously. And, you know... Mm. Um, the fans are a bit rattled at times. Uh, our fans, by the way, incredible. yet again, incredible the whole way through, noisy the whole way through. Genuinely feel that we're the 12th man at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quite a lot of plaudits from uh, Everton side I was just as well. Say so that on Twitter, weren't there? Yeah. A lot of things floating about about, the, uh, yeah. about our support, but yeah, that's how to do it, isn't it? But well, it is, but we've got our rewards. You know, mm-hmm. for, for the times that we've carried on, carried on, carried on, we've got our rewards, so we've just got to keep going because we've been brilliant. Mm-hmm. Well, let's have a look straight. Let's go straight in there. Let's get your three-word reviews from uh, Everton 1, Luton Town 2. Luton I says, Toffee got chewed. <laughs> Steve, it was coming. Mark, first Premier League win. PL, I'll give you that one. Uh, Francis, so many positives. Callum, that Morris finish. Tom, massive confidence boost. Alan, complete team performance. Sam says teams like Luton and Paul proving the pundits wrong and Reese finally Luton are back. Anything take your eye, Steve? Uh, I think they pretty much all sort of sum it up. There's quite a nice sort of range of comments there about everything that we've been discussing over the last sort of uh, month or two. But uh, no, so so many positives. Yeah. I think it's probably got to be the one. 
You, Bataru? Proving pundits wrong. That would be nice in a couple of months' time, wouldn't it? When we sit on about 36 points or so. What, just below in, the in European places. Yeah, imagine yeah. that. Eh? <laughs> in a couple of months, 36 <laughs> yeah. points would be <laughs> something else. But no, that's the one I picked out there. Proving pundits wrong, because if we can this season prove everyone wrong, not just the pundits, just everyone in general, mm. then that would be the best feeling ever, obviously mm. apart from staying up. But yeah. I, don't, I don't want to spend too much time talking about other clubs' reaction to us, but it's, yeah. it's generally getting... As we've said week on week, it's getting on your nerves. We've got a point that we can prove it now. It is very boring. Um, The latest vitriol about us being one of the worst performances ever or worst promoted teams ever. Let it go. Just let it go and enjoy the ride, what we're enjoying. And you know what? At some point we can look back and go, well, up yours. We're we're not what you say we are. Um, As as we've discussed though, Dave, in previous podcasts, clubs have said we're a rubbish League 2 team. Then we were a rubbish League One team, then Champions League. So, you know, it's not a problem. It's, it's, it's not interesting because we're loving it. And you know what? I'm going to love it even more if we can get some results like we got at the weekend. Uh, Everton won Luton 2. One change from the Wolves game. Pelly came in for Lugonga, who unfortunately got injured. And uh, it was, a, we've already said, a very, very, very wet day in Liverpool. And uh, at the very start of the game, uh, I know he was in a bit different part of the stadium to me, Steve. Mm. But the very start of the game, it, it seemed to me we'd only been playing eight minutes and they'd had two, maybe two, three chances straight away. And I'm thinking that's the longest eight minutes we've ever played. It is lucky that they can hit a cow's ass with a banjo yeah. because we, because <laughs> we could have been three, three down really. Um, I think there was a, a couple of times in the first 15 or 20 that Kabore sort of apologised to his teammates mm. and stuff. You know, it, it was a, you know, precarious start to it, but you know, maybe we got a bit of luck. And you know, as the game went on, we certainly deserved our win. Vitari, was you worried about the amount of chances Everton got straight away? Well, I mean, uh, you can look at one or two ways. I mean, the way I was looking at it was hopefully that, you know, which came true in the end was they couldn't, like you say, you couldn't hit a cow's ass, blah blah blah, whatever else. But the fact that they had this chance, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, be like, yeah, anyway, thank you. <laughs> but now, what's getting into was what I was saying was. The fact that they missed, say, two, three decent opportunities. Really decent opportunities. Ten minutes or whatever it was. I think even in the first sort of half an hour, I think they might have had four chances, maybe four or five. Yeah. But the fact that none of them hit the target or I mean, went in. There was, was only, there was only was one of them that was close. That was a left-footed volley. Was that, it McNeil, was it? Yeah, I think yeah. Like that one was close. The others were sort Poor. of, you know, sort Poor of a couple, couple, of, yeah. couple of yards wide. Kaminsky wasn't... Um, forced into a save at that point but there was no. one glorious chance that we, we just watched some highlights back a minute ago but that one glorious chance where I don't know who it was in the middle of the goal all he has to do is push that to the right hand side he scores mm. and he, he flicks it the wrong was way was that when everyone was diving in front of the ball and yeah. the and he, he, yeah but he had space so much up. space and it was concerning that we was allowing him to get that but mm. once we settled down and got into our rhythm we started to play quite well Bataro well, no we did that's the thing I mean look everyone knows in the Premier League you have to you obviously you say luck. Obviously, I always say about like blah blah. I'm not believing it, whatever else. But maybe someone was looking down on us on Saturday because I'll tell you what, the fact that we got away with them was ridiculous. After the Fulham game, I sort of suggested that we weren't very good with the ball. We kept handing it over so quickly, so quickly. Mm-hmm. We were better with the ball. Now, uh, Doughty is on fire at the moment. Absolutely sensational. Topping the stats as well, isn't he? Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. now he's got a couple of people making the runs. You know, he, he's, he's got 
Chio, he's got Morris that he can sort of put it into. So we are we are creating more options and you know passing opportunities going forward. And I think you know we were better with the ball and we got rewards. I'd like to say we look very comfortable in possession at times. That's the mm. thing like you're saying about the ball. But I think don't get me wrong. I, I feel like Everton like they they helped us a little bit. Because I felt like they were very flat. There was a bit of movement going on. I said to you boys on Saturday, maybe everyone didn't see it the same way, but from my point of view, they were very flat. All they wanted to do was get out of wide and pump it in the box. Mm. Couldn't believe how quiet um, yeah. their crowd oh, was they as well. terrible, weren't they? Well, uh, we'll come on to that more in a minute. Apart because from those one geezer, sorry, Dave. There was well, one geezer. There you up, go. We're on to it now. Fist pump in the air and obviously give it a big and right about every challenge or whatever they made. I thought, Christ, mate, like... <laughs> It's really your big day out. It's well, amazing, wasn't it? There's the thing. Because they missed their ch- early chances, that turned some of the crowd against them. Then mm. they started thinking, this is not going to be as easy as we mm. thought it was. And I, I have to say, we dominated the left side of the field. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Uh, Ogbeni and Doughty, they were yeah. just on it. Uh, I mean, Doughty's passing, it, it was just pinpoint. Mm. It really was. And But second half as well, when he was doing more of a defensive uh, job, Doughty, the amount of headers that he he sort of intercepted passes that were going to go to their yeah. winger and that he really put a shift in I reckon that was one of his best games for oh, us easily easily and yeah. the, fact, the fact that when he did get the ball back or he won the ball back sorry he was driving forward instantly yeah. it, was, it was always like he didn't like you know get his head up and well it's like he knew where he was going yeah he, he was so uh, tactically aware looked like he belonged yeah yeah very much so and I think every game he's played this season when he's come back in obviously replacing Giles Giles sorry he has looked phenomenal yeah one of the best in the league and I think like I said the stat says that so but it was both Doughty and uh, um, Ogbené Ogbené who created the corners that led to the goal the first yeah. one where we had uh, Dom Lock had a glorious head he should do better there he, I know he said that himself yeah yeah of course you've got to hit the target ain't you really but yeah yeah, and I saw an article, uh, I think it was on The Athletic, I saw it earlier, uh, where they sort of dissected the corners and that. And basically, Morris was holding and pushing players out of the way to give Lockyer the free header. Yes. And then they then they swapped the it round yes, uh, for the next it. one. So it's, it's good, that you know, the level of detail you go into. Yeah. So in the stand, when uh, the second corner comes over... And Morris heads that more. I thought it's gone in. I thought it had literally gone in. Hits yep. the bar, rattles down off of Pickford. Yeah. Bounces on the line to uh, former um, Watford player mm. uh, who then oh. tries to clear it. <laughs> and Lockyer's there first. How quick was Lockyer to react? It's ridiculous, isn't it? it it's crazy. You, you can see it. He's advancing before um, Young's even sort of got it under control. So he's going for it. He's on his toes. You know, again, we've sort of said a couple of times, oh, you know, people were on their heels a little bit. He, he was on it and brilliant. It was yeah. electric when he's straight to it. It was like, I didn't realise what ha- actually happened. I thought the ball was say like, I didn't realise that Locke had like dived in and blocked mm. it kind of thing to then revert it back to the goal. Yeah. I mean, because well, like on the day, it felt yeah. like he just got there first and kicked yeah. it in. Yeah. So he slid in or something. I didn't yeah. realise he dived and he raised his leg, and it was just the whole. It's just everything about it, it was just lovely. Yeah, but but we, we we were swarming them, weren't we? You know, oh, yeah. this is what we were doing last season. We were sort of overwhelming some teams with, with the press, yep. and there were there were signs of that. Well, there is a good point to make there if you think about it. Uh, this is how we was last season, and I think the team fitted like we played last season. Yeah, there. yeah. Is there a way back into the team for the likes of Chong? And Giles, do they fit that that criteria? We spent ten million quid on those oh, two at the moment. Currently not, because you've got to look at the fact of since Ogbené's come in, Doughty on that left hand side, 
And uh, so who was the other one you said, sorry? Chong. Uh, about Chong. Charles, he came back Chong in as well. But yeah. Giles. So obviously, yeah. So obviously, Giles, admittedly, I can understand why he lost his position. Chong, I thought, played, was playing very well. But obviously, he wants to go with a different approach, didn't he? He wants to be more mm. secure in midfield. I get that. But I can see Chong coming back into the side. But Giles, at the moment, no. Even though I'm a big fan, personally, but... Not at the moment. Not what I doubt he's playing like that. It's a, it's I, th- I, th- I think Edwards did say, though, it's going to be a real horses for courses, game by game approach. Mm-hmm. Certain teams are going to need certain, you know, different problems yeah. posing of them. So there, there is definitely a, a place for Chong to be getting back in regularly. Giles, for me, has got to up his mm-hmm. aggression and, and intensity. He seems very laboured. Yeah, I know this sounds crazy, right? I'm going to say this as well. This might sound ridiculous, but I can see also Giles and Doughty playing the same. If you like, say, for example, you say horses for courses, obviously he has to freshen up the team, for example, playing tomorrow night. Well, tonight, as you're listening. But um, I just think I can see maybe Giles going slightly more advanced with Doughty, obviously playing just behind him, or vice versa, and just interchange positions and whatever else. Before we talk about uh, the upcoming games, um, the goal actually then turned the Everton fans against their team some more. They, they were getting more frustrated. They weren't in control anymore. And we had that spell mm. where six minutes later, you know, we had some good possession of the ball. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, if you look at our stats at Fulham, we were we were not on the ball hardly at all. And right. we've got nearly 40%, which is really good for us away. Yeah. Really good for us. So six minutes later, uh, we get a free kick. Now, I'm purring about that goal. I'm purring about the way it was set up. I'm purring about the way that Morris had the sense to step back three or four paces before making the run. Beautiful. I mean, from where we were standing, you knew he was going to score, right? There, there, was, there were several good things about what Morris done. One, you know, it meant that he could attack the line at pace. Mm-hmm. Two, that the fullback completely lost him. So he had a free run, uh, you know, and he could see the cross all the way over. Mm-hmm. He could time his run to hit it on, on the half volley. They've definitely worked on that, haven't they, as well, in training. You can see yeah. it as well. Like the huddles of players as well. Without like, doubt, without doubt, they've done that. It's crazy. I mean, So that's, that's a doff your cap to uh, yeah. Alan McCormack, isn't it? Is he set pieces at the moment? Yep. Oh, yep. so, right, so, okay. so fair play to him. But no, it, yeah. it, again, it was a brilliant uh, delivery from Doughty. Really, really clever from Morris. But, and again, it was such a controlled shot. Um, the the volley at Fulham, we said, you know, the left foot volley, oh, he snatched it. Is he really sort of apprehensive, or, you know, or under the pressure? That was a really composed, controlled finish. I've watched it back many, many angles. Uh, it gets better every time you watch it. Behind the goal is the best angle though, isn't it? Do you not think? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, we were right in line with that. As soon as he, yeah, as soon yeah. as he hit it, I thought, Wonderful. Oh. It's just the power on the half volley as well. It's like the, the power and the fact that it's stayed so low as well. Yeah. It's technique, isn't it? It's like... Yeah. But no, like you say, everything from that goal, it was like, yeah, the free kick coming in. It was a free kick before. Obviously, I know a lot of people, opposition fans or whatever, say, oh, no, it was never a foul. It was a foul. Yeah, it was. It, it was. was. But, Pushing uh, the back and whatever. But on the but, crowd, that, again, that's one of the things that Edward said about in his pre-match press conference. He said, if we do certain things right, they're going to get on their backs yeah, yeah. or be really yes. quiet. Yes. I think you know, that was the whole general that, that's, Yeah, that's how it yeah. turned out, isn't it? But yeah, I mean, obviously, when the second goal went in... It, Bedlam. I mean, I was in the lower tier, you know, uh, wooden floor, wooden seats. No, it's all good. I'll tell you what, seats. Steve, you're lucky, mate, because that, that, that top tier where we were was rocking so much, I thought it was going to collapse. Well, that's probably because my grandson was standing <laughs> on a chair, he had his shirt off, he was swinging it above his head. I thought, oh, yeah, he's all right, he loves it. Go on, boy. We're in Dreamland at 2-0. Yeah. I, I, we've often said on the pod, you know, 
especially this season, if we're going to score, can we please score first? It makes a difference. You said that to me about 30 seconds before we scored our first goal as well. Yeah. And can yeah, we please... Like, Dave, Dave, we score first. He's like... <laughs> Oh, we have as well. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was really important to get on the ball before they did because if they yeah. did, we're chasing the game. We're going to we're going to give up mm-hmm. the spaces, and before you know it, we're two or three down. Yeah. So getting the first one was brilliant, but getting a second one, fantastic. Now I'm thinking, Bataro, we've got to get to half time at two nil. <laughs> yeah, but we never make it easy, do we? But uh, yeah, I mean, what was it? Was it the f- what minute did we score in the first one? Twenty six. First come. And the second one was? Six minutes later. So, yeah. Crazy. And we need to... So we that's 32. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Thanks, <laughs> I, I'm quite aware, mate. I, was, I wasn't trying to work it out or anything. I was just trying... <laughs> yeah. I was, but what I was about to say was the goals came quite close together. I think. Oh, yes. no, that's really important too. Because the momentum saying, yeah. was there. That was it. Um, and we just think... We, we, I think we said together when we were talking, we just said, let's get to half-time at two. Let's get to yeah. half-time at two. And then... You get a smack in the face with a with a goal from yeah. um, was it Calvert Lewin, mm. and at the time a very very scrappy goal to concede. We Sh- knew it was coming, though, didn't we? Well, yes and no. When they when they take so long on a VAR, you know yeah. that they're, they're looking at every opportunity to give it, isn't you? I mean, to be fair, how long was it? Four minutes to make a decision or something like that. Well, it seemed forever, it was and ridiculous. so you sort of live in hope that they might. Um, they might do something, but you know, let's let's not talk too much about VAR, yeah. especially with the can, controversy this month. Can this I weekend. say one thing about VAR? The chant cringes me. VAR, oh. VAR. Honestly, <laughs> it does my head in. It really and is a cringy thing. As much as how shit must you be when yeah. we're. We're, drawing, we're, we're yeah. winning away, we're, we're drawing away. Yeah. Stop it. Oh, no. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> Just praise the team. Uh, anyway, but they were shite. Yeah. Um, because, they, no, to be fair, Everton, Everton can be better. They, they've come off the back of two pretty decent games. Yeah, they, yeah, but you wonder how. Because, you know, r- really, they made it a championship-style game. Second half, all they were doing was lumping the, yeah, yeah. the crosses in and we were so well equipped for that, you know. Oh, they make, they we'll, we'll, get, we'll get onto the second half and that, but you know they played into our hands almost because they didn't play like what you'd expect a Premier what's League that, team to what's play. What's that saying? Styles make fights, and to be fair, they play into our hands. I felt, mm, yeah, by the way they play in. So yeah, it was. But yeah, let's get to the second half in a second, Dave. Whenever you're ready, mate. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Cause, cause <laughs> as as the host, <laughs> I should be I should be directed. <laughs> nah, uh, nah, ha- ha- you're all too excited. Half time. Rob Edwards uh, introduced uh, Mads Anderson for Reese Burke, Excellent which play, I have to way. say, I missed that substitution, Same. and I thought <laughs> I looked. I thought, how long's Mads Anderson been on the pitch? Uh, but you know. Reese Burke, I thought, had a really good first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt had a tremendous yeah, second half. Yeah, he, equally as good. Fantastic. Yeah. The, the amount of headers that particularly um, Anderson got, and, and then mm. people around him just mopped him up, but yeah, really solid I mean, even was it uh, Mengi as well? I think he came in slightly after, yeah. didn't he, yeah. as well? And yeah. he, do you know what? He played quite well. I yeah. think his first one, his first touch of the ball, he got the ball. And I think I said to you, Dave, I said, I told him, I said, this guy's quite good on the ball. I've seen him not play for Derby like, a few times, and I said, I've watched uh, quite a lot of highlights about him and the first thing he does is get the ball when he plays a, I think a 20 yard 30 pass yeah. a 30 yard pass into feet into the centre forward or whatever around two players or that'd whatever. give him some oh, confidence oh, wouldn't it brilliant yeah yeah no d- a decent very decent assured, debut very assured as well um, 63 minutes comes along and the ball's in the back of the net again and I didn't see the linesman's flag straight away um, <laughs> is this when I was saying you saying no he's offside he's offside yeah I didn't, I, yeah. I didn't see it I didn't see it but I, see it I think away. up to that point I mean 
I, you expected Everton to come out all guns blazing second mm. half, Patara, and they, they sort of didn't. I think they were just held in check. And then we get this opportunity, and I'm thinking, get to 3-1, that the game is done yeah. for certain. I mean, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a Sean Dyche tactic, I don't know. I mean, he's always been known for, you know, getting the ball out wide and whipping the ball in the box and vice versa. But I don't know what it is with Everton. I've seen him play different styles of football this season. Like... You know what I mean, on many occasions, and I just think to myself, what is their style? You, you don't really, I mean, don't get wrong, I know you have to adapt with what's in front of you and etc. but whatever else, but for me, I think they were, I don't mean to be rude, but they were poor, weren't they? they Apparent, were apparently, Dice said in one of the interviews after the game, he said, you know, Luton done a job, that you know, they, they were well drilled, mm. they get the ball forwards, they're not interested in style. Yeah, but what's now, <laughs> you know what? You know, so where is style got Evan? is that? Yeah, yeah. Where is style got Evan? Nowhere. Nah. You know what, what style have they got, Dave? What, what style have they got? It doesn't matter what it's, well, their style is, they're not they're very shite. good. They're not very good at it. But you know what? It's a long season. They could improve. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of I hope course. they don't. Yeah. But they could improve. Are we the first team as well to win at Goodison Park this season as well, out of four games, I believe? Are we the what? We're no. the first team to win at Goodison Park this season, though? No, they haven't won there. No, we're the first team to win there. Uh, sorry. Uh, They've not Four won. Draws, no? I don't know. Draws, yeah, draws? no, they, they've done well away from home. They've done shocking oh, at I'm sorry, home. That one wrong, man. Yeah, no, I just questioned that because I'm. I thought I saw something earlier saying that they'd like drawn at home all their games or whatever. But no, I don't makes think no sense. Yeah. That does it? No. Nah. Uh, Morris Morris went off deservedly. So massive mm. round of applause when he went off. Yeah, uh, Adibayo comes on, and Adibayo, I was saying to you, Batar, on the day, I think he's unlucky not to start sometimes. But actually, mm. when he came on. Yeah, give him his dues. He was chasing that ball down. Right I like Addy. I love him, but I just felt sometimes I felt like the other day in the first fifteen minutes that he came on the pitch, I thought you need to chase. You need to read the game a bit better. You need to sort of chase down play. He wasn't really moving very well, was it? I, I felt like he wasn't anyway. So I think he's one of our best uh, strikers in, in that uh, scenario where you you want him to work just hard. work yeah. hard, run run uh, their legs off yeah, and everything. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. <laughs> You just don't think he's going to score a lot of goals, but you say for, for causing problems and upsetting hey, them yeah, and you know breaking any uh, he's player. He's a good player. We know that. We know he's a very good player. Yeah. I just think sometimes when he doesn't start and he comes on the pitch, I think it takes him a bit a while to maybe sometimes warm up a little bit without being disrespectful to him. Second half. It's tough though. But sorry, what I was about to say, it's tough by himself. That's what I was about yeah, to well, say. Yeah, well, of course it's it tough. is. It's tough. But you know, yeah. we're now defending the 2-1 lead. We it's know it, yeah. the time's ticking. The extra minutes go up. Seven, seven minutes, and you're just sitting there saying, "Let's not." Should be more. Let's not muck it up now. Well, it might have been be more. Because I, yeah, I said, "What a touch!" I was expecting yeah. ten or eleven. I really was. So yeah. with the seven minutes, then you look back to this this game and you think, "I don't really remember Kaminsky having to make a really, really big save." No, I don't no. think he did make a save, did he? At all. Made a few catches and that was about it, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, there was one catch right at the end that we yeah, celebrated yeah. like a goal. Didn't <laughs> well, it was celebrated like a goal, like you should. Um, yeah, I think the excitement was building up and building yeah. up to the whistle. When the whistle went, ecstasy in the way in. And, you know, no more than we deserved given, you know, how yeah. we played that day. Mm-hmm. Well, no more. And it, the, actually, the aftermath was just brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it was it, it was long long time coming, totally deserved, and it was just brilliant to be there, you know, to to witness it. Really, really good. And well, our first, can I just say as well, my first away game this season as well. So, thank well, you, you need to come to the next one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's Luton's first ever Premier League victory. Let's not make too much of that. We've been in the top divisions before, um, but it's nice to take that monkey off your back and saying things like, you know, you'll never win a game all season. Well, that's been done. 
And now the next target is 11 points, and that will be done. Yeah. And then after that, they can shut up, can't they? So, what, though, so they, they won't be worried about the 11 points. Them Luton players will not be worried about no, that. I'm, no. I'm telling you now, Rob Esby will not be even listening to people saying about that crap, to be fair. No, so. but as a supporter, as a support, as a supporter yes, this is all you're getting. And yeah, I, yeah. like we said, we're not going to dwell too much on it, but every other fan in the country that... But, do you know what? Apart from people with clubs like ours, mm. every other fan in the country said, we're not good enough. Well, we're proving that we are. Well, I'll tell you what, right? Just touch on that quickly about us not being good enough or whatever. I went to the pub yesterday, obviously wearing my Luton top. Usually. Yeah, of course. Obviously, after the little boy went home, I went, Steve, oh, you know what? pub's a place where you go buy <laughs> drinks. <laughs> yeah, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or have drinks bought for you? Yes, you told. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, on that note. <laughs> but no, what I was saying was, right, the amount of people, obviously, come up to me and go, oh, you're still shite, mate. Just because you won a game, don't give it. But I was thinking... Get lost, mate. You're in a Luton postcode. You're always, yeah, we support Arsenal, we support Man United. I think just get lost. Some people can be idiots, Patari. Oh, just, just accept. I it, love how you look at me like when you said that as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome, isn't it? But on the no, uh, that's my head in, on the three teams that went up though, we're the first ones to get a win, mm-hmm. and we are above the others in the league. So. And we're out of the relegation zone as well, I believe. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, listen, let's not get too carried away. Well, it's not carried away. No, these, let's these get are, carried these away. Are, these are facts, Dave. <laughs> well, in talking about facts, uh, producer Jacobs let us have a few here and he says, obviously our first Premier League victory, um, the last win in the top flight was 2-1 win against Villa in 1991. And um, Tom Lockyer, this is an interesting one, Tom Lockyer scored four goals in his last 10 games, if we include the playoffs. Wow. As many as in his previous 163 matches. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. That's mad. That is crazy. To um, be fair, he is the player at the moment. He needs to, yeah, that you look at and go, if anyone's going to get a goal, it's going to be him. He, he, he fancies uh, it. He, yeah, he attacks the ball so well, he, he fancies it at the corners. He's brilliant. He just causes so much chaos, doesn't he? Well, you know what? I'm just I'm just loving it at the moment. I'm just loving it. The, the, the Just working off the back of that and... If we move on to um, Tuesday night, uh, Burnley at home, this, for me, was a must-win fixture before the Everton game. Mm. Uh, I'm going to ask Pataro first. Is it still a must-win fixture for us? I think so. I think it'd be not, Well, it's not a must-win, is it? I mean, that's no, it's not must-win, but it's a game that we would like to win and we want to win. Because let's face it, we need to get a win at home soon. And with all due respect, Burnley aren't on the best of form at the moment, as everyone knows. They, I think they're currently sitting second bottom at one point. Uh, but so you look at it and you go, if you're going to get points from anywhere, that has to be po- there has to be points in that game. That yeah, has but, to yeah, be. yeah. Both both sides will be yes, looking at yeah. that exactly the same way. But, we're, but look, we're, we're picking up. We've got a bit, bit of momentum at the moment. We're currently what four points from two games. So why can't we go out there and impress and get the points mm. and take them um, all back? I was asked on Football's Twelve Man podcast last week, uh, would I take two points from the next two games? And I said no. Uh, I want a minimum of four. Thinking win at home draw away mm-hmm. but now we've won away I want to win at home I want six yeah yeah. Um, it will be absolutely fantastic if we can win one it gets another one of those things ticked off first first home win yeah. so it ticks off um, you've you got to think that Spurs at home is going to be a very difficult game but yeah. you know you, you just pick up the points we're in a mini league of six seven eight teams so these are the important ones we're going to talk briefly about Alfie Doughty, really. Uh, it'd be quite brief, really, to be fair. Uh, his stats for seven, one assist, six key passes, two big chances created, ten crosses. Um, we've already touched on it, but, but Tara, how have you rated his performance so far? And oh, mate. Genuinely, how good can he get? Alfie Doughty, I mean, look, this guy gets better every single... No, I won't say every week, every month that we've seen him play. 
the fact that he was brought in as a winger and went back to obviously a fullback and you can play right side even though he's left footed and obviously naturally left footed on the left hand side but the fact is that he's comfortable on both wings and he always looks a threat there's never a, there's never a single moment I look at this guy and think ah, he could get caught out I'm always so confident so so confident with him on the ball in, with his back towards goal anything it just, it just brings me so much confidence Steve, when you when you look about where he come from and what they were thinking about him when he left and joining Little Luton Town and not going to mm-hmm. get anywhere, he's proven all those people wrong, right? Do you know what? he's he's got such a good work ethic. Mm. Um, he I can say he does all the defensive work, but he seldom puts in a, a you know a real woeful cross. So the 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 percentage of good. Dangerous crosses must be sky high. He contributes nearly every single time, but you know he's got that drive now. You know he's got that confidence, so he's going at you. And then you've got people like Chio running onto it and stuff like that. He is absolutely at the top of his game at the moment. But there's no reason why he can't sort of carry on with this and get better. I mean, the the goal he got earlier on in the season in in the league, you know, that was an absolute. Belter of a, of a free kick that he put away there. He, he's got goals in him. Does it help that he's playing around Ogbeni and people like that? What do you mean by what? Well, by because because help? you know when he when they link up on that left hand side, they both know they're dominating. And you know, like if you look at the weekend, they both dominated. Well, that I, think, side I together. think it helps the fact that both Alfie Doughty and obviously Chia Ogbeni, I think they're both <laughs> rapid players, mm. and I think that kind of helps the fact that Ogbeni's got someone that probably can keep up with him slightly. Do you know what I mean? I think that always helps. So, well, yeah, of course, but no, look, this guy, man, honestly, he's a joke, isn't he? I think, I think when you get sort of two or three players that sort of read each other's games so well, I mean, you remember we had Jack Stacey and Shinny, and, and Shinny. Yeah. the amount of times that like a, an inside ball will be played because he, he knew that Jack Stacey was going to be running onto it and you can see something like that developing as well. But when you've got the pace... Uh, particularly yeah. that Chio's got. I mean, that is a frightening commodity. Mm-hmm. And the fact as well, like just about to say, obviously you said about obviously, uh, obviously doubting thing, the way obviously they work together as well. Mm. It's the fact that I think tactically the way they're set up as well. With obviously, I think Rob Edwards is probably obviously he's clearly told him to do this. But the fact that Doughty sometimes m- m- mostly stays out wide mm. and drives down, or Benet cuts in or cuts out. But when Benet cuts out, Doughty goes inwards. So yeah, he inverts. So I mean, it's you, you can't. Um, Forget about um, Bell in all this as well. Um, oh, he, yeah. He's probably having a slightly quieter time at the moment, but they know they know that they can go forwards, sort of mm-hmm. really committed, knowing that Bell is going to be sort of plugging everything at, at the back, and there's not going to be any problems there. So I think the whole of that left side at the moment has got an awful lot going for Sorry, it. Jens, I've got a quick quick question to ask you as well, right? Say so obviously touched on the Mari Bell quick. Do you think that he is literally the same sort of player, identical pretty much to Naismith when he was at us? Because I get the same sort of vibe. That's a good him. call, actually. Mm. That's a good call. Because I for me, go with that. it's very, the way they play that, obviously, obviously Naismith was originally, what, a left midfielder slash left wing back. So was Bell. Got put into centre half. Same position. And they do exactly the same thing. I think Bell might have a slightly better all-round game. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no doubt that Naismith had, had yeah. a really good sort of spell with us, but I think Bell's got more about him in his overall game. More athleticism as well. Mm. Yeah. 
Well, we asked you that question. How, how have you rated his performances so far and how good can he get? Chris says, before the season started, I felt that while I believed our players would grow into the Prem, Adalti and Burt were the two who were already Prem ready. Alfie's incredible. Probably technically our best player. You can see other teams already fear him. Yeah. Paul, I think there's a further improvement in him. If the medical staff can sort out his fitness, he does tire badly in games, he will be even better. He's an important on Tuesday as Burnley a week and defending such pieces. Um, up the town says uh, he stepped up massively. I feel the arrival of Giles has helped him. And there's a fair point, you know, competition. You get better, you want to be better. Um, Jason, reminiscent, this is a good point. Jason, reminiscent of Lockyer being benched by Jones and then becoming our most important player. Mm. Tough start on Alf. For whatever reason, not being a starter and now being one of our top players. Um, Kilty said last year, if we keep him fit, he's a five to ten million pound player and he's proving that. He stepped up a level more consistent with his deliveries. Mm. Always had the pace and ability and his confidence at a high. Uh, the competition for places has brought the breast out of yeah. him. Yeah. A um, couple more. Mark says, biggest compliment I can pay off is he looks like he's been playing the Premier League all his career. He's comfortable in and out of possession. His contribution with creativity, movement and assists will play a pivotal part in our success this season. Another inspired transfer. Uh, Darren, from the first time I saw him, I thought he had something about him. He's such a natural way of playing the game, reads it well yeah. and can do the ugly stuff as well. Certainly one that's made the step up. And... Uh, Matt says, first wing back we've had since League One that defends as well as he attacks. Yeah. His delivery from set pieces yeah. is just getting better and better. If he's fit, he's always a definite starter for me. I so like I, I think that summed up yeah. what, what we just chatted about, wasn't it? I love him. I hope he starts against Burnley. I hope they I, 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 don't change the team, do we, for Burnley? No, nah, you wouldn't have thought so, would you? But like I say, it, uh, Robert was saying about horses for courses, you never know, you might get a few changes. Obviously, I think... I don't think there'll be a few. You, there, there might literally oh, sorry, ju- just be one or two maybe. But yeah, you would think pretty much team... Well, yeah, you say that though, Steve, but the injuries, centre-half side, that's the only thing I'm thinking of. Might even see um, Elijah start and, um, and Brown um, go on the bench. You reckon? Just just a chance that, that they might want to go... I think Brown's very important for our... For our um, what's the word? Oh, y- yeah. The way he works, he's so like... You mm. know what I mean? He worked really hard on Saturday. Yeah, he worked really crazy. hard on Saturday. Mate, it's, it's true what the Stoke fans were saying about him. They are saying, oh yeah, don't get wrong, you've got yourself like an absolute like, diamond, blah, blah, blah. They were saying he's not technically the best player, but we can't judge that. We're not well, nothing. hang on a minute. But No, but, no, no, no. What no. I'm about to say was, that's what they were saying, but he, they were saying, you will not get a player that works harder than him. And I'll tell you Stoke what, he's fans, fantastic at Do that. you know the problem with Stoke City fans, especially with Luton Town, obviously the Nathan thing going on, but... They when when somebody leaves their club, they always talk mm. about how crap they might be and how yeah. and, and how you're taking a step down. Oh, no, Dave, they, they weren't doing that to him, by the way. They weren't. They were they were talking quite highly of him. They were just saying technically he's not the best, but he will work his socks off, which creates things for him, basically. Well, technically he might not be the best. They would have been gutted to lose him. Anyway, yeah. That aside, um <laughs> we're we're all we're all agreeing that <laughs> Doughty is an absolute star. Uh, we want to talk briefly about Carl Morris, 50th appearance of the weekend, uh, 23 goals, 8 assists. Uh, so the question, what I should have said at the very beginning, which I got a little bit wrong, free transfers aside, has there been a better value for money player than Carl Morris? No, absolutely not. Not that I can think of anyway. It's, the thing that's brilliant about this is, throughout his career, he's not really suggested that he was going to do what yeah, he'd yeah. done for us last season. You know, and again, 
we go back, as we often do, to the recruitment. You know, the guys saw something, something in particular, that he was going to fit into our jigsaw so well. You know, and, you know, Elijah's a big character, but really quite quickly... Colton became, you know, the the, the main man, yep. you know, and but yeah, it, I think it's brilliant recruitment. But yeah, he's he's very demanding. You've seen him bollocking defenders and midfielders yeah, a, yeah. a couple of times, but he's very demanding. Um, but yeah, I think he's sensational, and he will now believe that he belongs to be at this level, so he could go yeah. up another level with regards to how confident and not sort of apprehensive about how he's playing now. Um, on the weekend, Bataro, he literally bossed that front line, didn't oh, he? Of course, I think, I think, to be fair, every game he's bossed the front line. And, and that, this uh, guy... The, the Everton yeah. defenders, they're all big lads as well. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. should have been probably one of his more difficult games. Because the thing but, is, but he had them. Tarkovsky, for example, he's well known for handling big boys up top. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, that sounds a bit weird. <laughs> 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 all right, Jesus Christ. What were we supposed to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Keep it going, lads. Oh, don't no. I guess you're just keep I know he's saying. I know he's saying. You know, but I would say that you know we've we've got a proper number nine there, Bataro. That's what we're saying. The proper number stick, nine. The ball sticks to him. No, no. But, but he's got he's got everything. He's got everything. He's, he's a target man. He protects the ball well. He brings other people into it. You know, he, he's he does got everything. everything. Yeah, yeah. He's, got, he's got everything. Well. <laughs> Stop it. Just stop it. Fully grown man as well. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, (laughs) I think the way that he plays, it's just like a target man, holds the ball up well, controls the ball well, and and creates good chances. Uh, We asked you guys, free transfers aside, has there been a better value for money player than him? And Ryan says, no, there hasn't been. Uh, But up there still for me is Adibeo, just for that hold-up play Mm -hmm. and for the goal at Wembley alone let alone the other goals he scored. His valuation has gone up way around the 300k we paid for him. Uh, Andy, definitely not. Pound for pound, an absolute steal from Barnsley. Has everything you want in a quality striker. Um, um, Oliver says, no, he he bullied experienced Premier League defenders on Saturday. Mm. Going to be crucial for us staying up if he keeps playing like that. Um, I think we're all in agreement that uh, Colton is our favoured yeah, number yeah, nine. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the he number nine. Uh, dread to think what happens if he gets injured. Then you've got to find another, another way, haven't you? I'm playing it wrong, right? Sorry, just jump, just jump in there as well like, about obviously uh, Ali Bayer as well. It's, it's not us like, putting him down or anything. He's still a young man, do you know what I mean? Mm. He's, he's a lot younger than what Morris is as well. He's got a lot to learn. He will learn from Morris as well. That's you you hope so. You hope so. But I, th- I think if what will be essential if Morris gets injured is the midfielders getting in and around whoever goes up front and and also contributing with, with the odd goal. And, you know, uh, there's definitely goals in, in Chio, absolutely. Uh, uh, Doughty, you know, there's, there's goals in him. So I think if Morris was to uh, get injured or spend any time out, then the whole team has got to chip in. Question is, though, what about Woodrow? Different kind of player, though, isn't he? He's not really an out-and-out striker. That's the only thing I would say. I mean, I know he's there for us as a centre-forward as well. We need him. Yeah. But for me, he's more of, a, more of an attacking mid kind of, like, supporting striker. He does seem to be playing sort of more of a link-up man, to be yeah, honest yeah, with you. And, yeah, again, I, I still don't feel that I'm in a position to, to judge Woodrow because no. I still yeah. don't think I've seen um, enough of him. A couple of shout-outs before we go. Um, 
Over 70,000 images are going to be added to the Hatters Heritage website. Well done for those. If you've got any images yeah. that they might be interested in, please let them have it. It's sort of talking about the history of our club and, you know, it's, it's just keeping everything in, in perspective for when we leave Kenilworth Road, which yeah. will be going to be a, a tough time. Yeah. Um, just a, a quick shout out. We haven't mentioned it for a while. Uh, Mark Crowther still doing his bike rides. Um, he probably got super wet getting to Everton on Saturday. But yeah. if you haven't sponsored him, please go ahead and do that because, uh, you know, it's all going to three good causes. Our next five fixtures, Burnley, we've already touched on. Tottenham, could we upset Tottenham? Forest, yes. Villa and Liverpool. Every time you look at this list, you just think, oh my goodness, there's no, <laughs> easy, there's no easy runs. There's no easy runs. How many points are we going to get out in the next five? Who knows? Uh, we would definitely like to think you can get something from your home fixtures. I think five uh, out of five. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, th- I think five. Uh, Burnley and then maybe, um, yeah, a couple of draws somewhere. Forest away and Tottenham home for a draw. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. Uh, very quickly, Nakamba. Exceptional. How good. Yeah, well, we didn't even touch on the camber. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, right. how good. He, he was back to being so yeah. involved. Um, yeah, well, uh, his best performance of the season. He even got forward, didn't he, in that first half, I believe? Yeah, yeah he had a shot. <laughs> Don't shoot. <laughs> just pass it, please, Mark, yeah. please. You're, you're no, amazed at everything, but yeah, don't but shoot. What performance that was. As always, gents, thanks for coming out tonight. I think we've reached the end of the, of the show this evening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, please comment below. Everything's read. To everybody who said hello on Saturday, thank you for coming up and saying you enjoyed the podcast. Well, we love doing it for you. Uh, we'll get to Kettleworth Road on Tuesday night. Make sure you make the noise. Let's hope for three more points, and we'll see you all again and next don't week. don't forget, it's a 7.30 kickoff as well. Oh, I 7.30, yeah. yeah. 7.30 kickoff. See you at the Kenny. Carltown. Town.